0: What is happening ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 57 of the KDH podcast, Becoming an Iron Man, So it's probably the only episode of the podcast that might not have actually happened and it was a nerve wracking one I had on my wall, my whiteboard last week, Man recap podcast, and I was sitting going, there's a, there's a chance that I might not be able to record that, maybe an injury, something happens, there's so much fucking room for error that I, it was one of the probably the most nerve wracking and pressurized podcast I've ever placed in myself to even do because I'm like, is this going to be me actually talking about how I did or didn't do it? But to be honest, from the get go, I never had any doubt in my mind I was never ever going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like for me, everything changed. Like, if anyone's been watching my journey, they will have seen that I reckon everything that could have went wrong did go wrong from literally getting COVID four weeks ago to literally not running any more than a half marathon three and a half months prior to the event, from having two canceled events, from having the pool shut, and, like literally everything and anything that could have went wrong, and it, it just happened, and it, it taught me so many valuable lessons, but I'm, I'm kind of glad it's done now, I really, really am. Do you know what, I've not even planned or prepped this podcast, I've just literally jumped on it hit record, and I'm going to just go for it. So basically what I'm kind of going to do is talk about the sort of the day itself and the lead up to it, and how I felt, nutrition, experiences, lessons, and what I took from it and just how I coped with it all as well. Because it's like one of the biggest things that I've been honestly so overwhelmed by the support, the messages. Like, I was jokingly saying to aliens, like, how come I fucking write a piece of content that's got so much value? I put a transformation up and it gets 25 or 30 likes and I do an Iron Man and I get nearly 700 likes. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Um, but no, I'm only joking. It's it, it, It's been amazing. Like, so many folk have been on the journey watching it all the way throughout as well. And to be honest, like, it's so funny. Like, now I can actually officially call myself an Iron Man, and there's not many people in the world. It's, it's obviously a lot of people have done it thousands and thousands of people have done it but like when you look at actually statistics and population wise not a lot of people have done that and it's a pretty cool thing to be part of as well to call yourself that but to be honest with the mindset which I have I still very much have the white belt mentality and I'm, I was very humbled by it um but yeah it was uh it was a crazy crazy experience and one of the funniest things to really take away from it was that and I hope everyone listening to this, that was my first ever triathlon. It was my first ever marathon. It was the longest I'd ever cycled. And I taught myself to swim this year. Now, folk hearing that are like, must be like, what do you mean it was your first marathon? What do you mean this? I've done things that I've done 24-hour challenges. I've done 20-mile hill runs that are arguably harder than a marathon. But the biggest thing to take away from that is so many people just live to a narrative where they're like, you have to do this. And even all the way from when I was learning to swim, and I was showing up at the portal and I could barely do two limbs, and there was people saying to me, "Oh, what are you training for?" Because you would see me there consistently. As all oh, I'm doing an Ironman, and folk are like, "Would you not? What?" And you can't swim, you can't do this. Everywhere, like it doesn't matter what you do in life if it doesn't match up with the story someone's told themselves in their head, they'll question it. And I fucking thrive off of that when someone tells me oh you can't do that you should do this first i thrive off it it gives me a buzz and i'm like watch me watch me show up and literally a really funny thing happened at the start line like we were all getting up putting our swim caps on and um, everyone was obviously very much like I, I, I don't speak to anyone at the start of a race i just go in myself because I, I feel like it clouds you it just throws you off because you're just basically looking for like, if you're feeling nervous and you start speaking to people before a, a race you're going to feel even more nervous But right at the beginning, I was like, we're getting in the water and everyone was talking about the temperature and all that. And I wasn't even caring about that. I was just like, it's just about getting this done. And I was like, that to a group of people, they were all flapping about little things. And I told them, it's all right, it's my first triathlon. Loads of folk were like, it's your first triathlon. And I was like, yeah, it's my first one. They were like, fucking hell, go big or go home. And I was like, well, I've done the work. So why would I be surprised by the result? I'm going to do it. And they were just like, that's true. And I was like, it is true. It's the same with everything else. People just tell themselves all these stories and different things and you have to do this because of this and you're like no you don't you just go and do what you want to do and you train for it if you want to do a fucking marathon go and run a marathon go and train to do it you don't have to do a 10k first what you'll find is if you train for a marathon throughout your training you will end up running a 10k you will end up running a half marathon It just not mar- it's just the fact that you've you've started with a different endpoint in mind than someone else there's no there's no rules to this and i think that's the biggest thing to take away from this entire journey as well So I'll kind of go into it and like, I'll start off with the sort of day of. So the night before, honestly, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous even in the morning. I think because I got COVID and I missed my peak week, I was probably even more nervous before all that happened. But I just came to terms with the fact that I could only do what I could, I could only basically show up and do the best I could do with what I had at the time. And although I'd trained for such a long period of time, and my initial plan was to do it in sub-12 hours, which was my coach originally said I was capable of, but that was before the pools closed. That was before I got injuries. That was before my mindset went to shit with all. That was before I got COVID. That was before I got my hip injury. Do you know what I mean? And to be honest, it was just about getting it done. So I think because I just set myself the expectation, I was just there to tick the box of becoming an Ironman, And then I had a plan before it because obviously my fitness wasn't where it should have been. And my ability, there was just basically tactics that I had in my head. So the the plan was basically keep my heart rate as close to 150 as I could and make sure I got my feeling bang on. That was the controllables that I had in my mind. I didn't give a fuck about the water temperature. I didn't give a shit if it rained. I didn't give a shit if it was windy. I didn't give a shit if literally my tire burst because I would fix it. Basically, prior to the event, I went through every single thing that I could go wrong. If my goggles fell off, if I hurt my arm, if I hurt my leg, if my tire burst, if I literally burst my tire two times, I went through all my head. And as a result of that, I set the expectations at a point where if anything went wrong, I would have been able to deal with it. And I think that's what so many people don't do in life. And as a result of that, I felt confident and sharp and ready to go for it um so yeah like it started off got into the water i'd done the full distance before well i'd done 3.8k but i'd never done the full 4k i thought the distance was 3.8 i didn't know it was 4k so it turns out i didn't even know the distance of the swim so i done my longest ever swim on the day and my fastest ever swim on the day Um, and getting into the water was very overwhelming i've never swam in a group of people i was getting kicked in the head kicked in the legs The water temperature was different. The colour of the water was different. It wasn't as deep as what I was used to. There was reeds everywhere. And honestly, five minutes in, I got very, very overwhelmed. And I looked at my watch. and I never looked at my watch when I was swimming, and it was only five minutes in to my man. And I literally, that's when the nerves hit me. And I was like, fuck, you have got an entire, you have got like 13, 14, 15 hours ahead of you. You're not even past the swim. You're five minutes in. And I started getting them on head. Then I just spoke to myself just chilled out, and I just focused on getting to each boy at the time, and basically what i have done is I reminded myself that in the first part of any swim that I'd done throughout training is that I'm pretty uncomfortable for the first 10 to 15 minutes, and all i done was got on with it and done it, and then, yeah, like, I think it was quite, it was quite scary seeing the full distance as well laid out in front of you, two and a half laps of a big massive pond, and you're like, Jesus, that's big, two and a half miles the swim was, so, just, yeah, got that done. I focused on literally each boy at a time, getting it done. My shoulders and lats were screaming at me because I hadn't done any distance swimming in nearly a month because of COVID because my recovery was off. But again, I knew that I wasn't going to be using my arms and my lats and my shoulders after that again. So I just got on with it, sucked it up, dealt with it and got it done. And, and that was it. Yeah, like I got out the water. And because I missed my peak week in training, I'd never even practiced transitioning from a, from a swim to a bike. So, on the day of doing my first ever full distance triathlon, I experienced my first ever swim to water to bike transition. So, again, another one. And again, folk would probably be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, but at the end of the day, that's the cards I was dealt. So, I just got on with it, done it. But you feel pretty spaced out getting out of the water. And if anyone's watched the videos, you'll see that there is literally guys and getting pulled out the water and all that so it's i think out of the i think there was about 350 people that took part and i think there was about 50 or 60 people that didn't actually finish it it's a pretty mental thing so yeah it took me an hour and 24 minutes in the swim got out jumped on my bike and then that was me into my fueling and heart rate strategy basically the bike was one of the most worrying parts i was i was worried about throughout it purely because it's the it's the longest part it took me seven hours and 30 minutes in total um and basically there's it's probably the biggest area where so many things can go wrong I don't know like the run and the swim are just the run and the cycle are just arduous as hell but I was very proud of myself because I knew that all the work that I'd done teach myself how to swim that I literally was like I've done it man I, I've, I've conquered the swim that I was so worked up for before and I got it done so yeah that was it over I got on my bike and honestly for the first 20 mile I was just in such a good mindset I was buzzing i was just cycling i was talking to people the weather was beautiful it was very flat and i was just cruising and then basically my strategy for fueling was basically i had to take on 20 to 30 grams of carbs every 30 minutes which is basically 50 to 60 grams of carbs every hour i'm looking at taking on and then basically i, I what between a gel and basically either a hard carbohydrate source so my option was bananas and um, squares bars and the frosties bars and different sorts of cereals bars. And then I went between SIS uh, gels and another type that they were providing there, which were just like a fruity gel. But honestly, see, after like doing that for 15 hours, like, nearly, uh, nearly 15 hours, your stomach is in bits. Like, honestly, you feel terrible. And uh, basically, yeah, got on with it. was on the cycle. And then basically the cycle was a 56 mile loop two times. So the cycle was 112 miles um, so yeah basically everyone kind of broke that down into three quarters because there was only there was only three stops on the bike and then the first stop was at mile 28 the second stop was at um, mile 58 and um, sorry mile 28 mile 58 and then mile 85 something like that and then you you finish so there was essentially three quarters th- four quarters that you move through in the cycle uh, around a, a lap that you've done two times so essentially the mile sort of um what was it the first sort of 20 i'd probably say 20 miles were very sort of undulated then after that sort of the 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 second third of it was going through the yorkshire dale so very very climb like an incredible climb amount of climbing you were doing as well um and basically overall in the 112 mile cycle there was 8000 feet of elevation so it was a it was a hell of a ride to be honest it was really really tough Um, And I felt good in the first time round, but then my mindset really started playing on me going round in the second loop. And then what really fucked my head up was passing by, knowing that I'd just completed 56 miles in three and a half hours. And then I had to do it again. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to do that again. And by this point, my legs were really, really tired and I felt cramp coming on slightly. And I was really having to pay attention to things. So basically how I really started, this is when I really started having to cope with it. And by that point, it was honestly, it was all right. Like up until realistic about mile 50 of the cycle and, and like the, the full swim, I, I didn't really have to use a lot of coping mechanisms because I was like sort of five hours in. I was all right. I, I was I was, trained and I was coping with that. And then that's when I really started having to dig in deep in my mindset. And um, honestly, it, it's the 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 actual event itself becoming an actual Ironman is it's you have to be physically ready you have to be able to do the miles in the bike you have to be able to you have, you have to be able to swim at that distance you have to be able to be a conditioned runner to cope with that amount of volume in your legs but to be honest becoming an Ironman is almost almost just about how much can you grind and with all the things that I've done in my, my previous in my life I, I'm good at doing that I'm good at actually just putting myself in a place of discomfort and being able to cope with it. But this was the first time I'd actually had to use self-talk in my life. And basically, yeah, I just, I was saying things out loud. I was going right, Christian, with my legs. but I was freaking out a bit because I knew that I was going to do the hill phase again. And by this point, my legs were in tatters. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to do some of the biggest climbs that most people would ever do in a cycle? And my legs are in tatters. And I done it. And it was, it was so strange. You went through dark places from feeling sick to feeling anxious And it was just all about basically managing your energy, making sure your fueling was banging on and not flying too close to the sun. That was it. And, and a lot of self-talk and basically, I was just talking to myself out loud, talking through what I was able to do, talking through basically actually managing like, yeah, all you need to do Christian is literally keep your heart rate here and you've got it. All you need to do is make sure you're, you're keeping an eye on your timings. You're making sure that you're consuming plenty of carbohydrates, consuming plenty of energy and making sure that you're staying hydrated And to be honest, I started saying it out loud as well. If anyone's watched my journey on Instagram, I trained in fucking Scotland, which was windy, rainy, arduous, hilly, and I was getting battered with that all the time. And when I went out, I only ever took out enough fuel and two litres of water. But then I started to, I had stops, I had water support, more than I've ever had in my life. So I started just turning a negative into a positive. And I started just being like, well, what, you've, you've drank more water than you ever have in a cycle. You've been surrounded by other people in the same journey. You've had bouts where you're talking to people. You've had loads of downhills. You've made sure you've not been turning over your legs all the time like I usually do. And I realized that the work that I'd done before it, I'd pushed myself that hard. I was going out 83 mile rides and not stopping for 83 miles, not, turn, not stopping even turning over my legs. And I started to turn a negative into a positive and actually be like, you've got this. And I genuinely started thinking about a lot of different things that made me happy. I thought a lot about my dog. I thought a lot about Sky. I thought a lot about Ailey, mom and dad. And just general nice memories to try and trigger that sort of dopamine and serotonin in my brain to feel very positive. But yeah, that was it. And then once I literally hit that sort of mile 86 where the last stop was in the bike before the final stretch, the last 28 miles, I stopped off there and I went to the toilet like three times on the bike as well, and just made sure I got off my bike at the toilet. And I, I, I just walked, got new bottles of water, drank loads, filled my uh, bag in my back, my little bag in my, my bike, and then literally got on with it. And then in the last leg, I actually um, stopped a woman uh, called Susie, an absolute machine of a woman, 58 years old, um, ultra runner. Uh, going around the event the same pace as me and um, just absolute like respect man honestly and um, just such a lovely woman as well she reminded me of like she, i was thinking in my head she's like my iron maw the way i was going around and talking to her and she reminded me of something like a bit like ab fab um from that program if anyone's seen that but like a really really endurance uh, ab fab so i can't remember the actress's name for a program from years ago but it reminded me of that it was really funny very posh uh, but just very, very, just quite eccentric, um, but quite intelligent. I think a lot of people that do these things are a bit mad, to be honest, but uh, it was cool. It was some experience, met so many amazing people. And uh, actually, on the way around the last leg, I felt fucking so strong. I just had a pure bout and wind of energy, and then I stopped in Susie's bike. She burst her tire the side of the road and actually kindly stopped and changed her tire for her as well. So finishing the cycle with the three toilet stops and changing someone's tire, I was overall... Seven hours and thirty-five minutes, but I would have been a bit quicker. But to be honest, it wasn't about that. It was about just getting it done. So yeah, I finished that. And when I finished the bike, I never even thought about the marathon. To be honest, loads of people were talking about it, but I was just like, I'm just focusing on getting this done one bit at a time. Came to the end, and then literally came off of the cycle, and I just had this pure overwhelming feeling of pride. It was like you've done the swim, you've done the cycle, christian Now it's just a case of getting this fucking run done. And you know what? You don't have to run the entire thing. You've not done the conditioning legs. All you need to do is tick it off and get it done. So um, I got in and I was cycling and I felt very, very just overwhelmed with emotion, like finishing the cycle. I thought, were you worried that I wasn't? I was just going to deal with the marathon at the time. Um, And then literally um, got in, changed, and Ailey was videoing me and all that. I just just couldn't believe that I'd done it. I just couldn't believe that I'd done the longest ever cycle. Most I ever cycled prior to that was 100 miles. And I'm just like, man, I can't believe this. I'm doing this. It's happening. Then I got in. Changed around my stuff, got my running stuff. Took my uh, uh running pack just so I had water on me. I wasn't sure what the water situation was, and the last thing I wanted to do was cramp up because by this point my legs, anytime I pushed hard, my legs they were cramping up. and um, so I got onto the run, and that was just like, I, obviously, like we me and my coach talked it through. I hadn't just this didn't have the condition my legs to run the entire way. Hats off to the people that fucking ran the entire marathon. Like I don't even know how that's impossible, it's mental. but basically I ran the first five, six miles um and I was just going along and I was in the hot locker. I was just in a different place of pain like calves were all right, joints were all right, my quads felt like someone was stabbing them honestly. and I was like I'm gonna walk for you a bit and nothing changed. It was the same pain when I was walking. and then I really started to get this overwhelming feeling of like this is gonna take you like five and a half hours Christian because obviously the pace i was doing at my in my head I told daily he was asking me and i was like hey, i'll do it in four four and a half hours four four and a half fucking hours for a marathon when i've never even done like i've never done that level i've never done a triathlon and i'm sitting and saying, i'll do it in four four and a half hours do you know what I mean what a tip man what was i even thinking and even the best athletes i think i, I spoke to like, so many people were walking like like there was so there was I don't know many people that didn't not walk at some point throughout it because it's like, it's, it's actually like a scene from Shaun of the Dead. That's the only way I can explain it. And the way that the, the marathon was, it was loads. Of, it was three, six and a half mile loops and then two, three and a half mile loops. And um, so you're, 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 you're doing a lot of lapping and you're seeing a lot of the same faces and people are just in a, a world of pain. They're, they really, really are. And basically by that point, every time I started to get to a point where I was running half a mile, walking half a mile, And it just got to a point where my every time I ran, I couldn't recover from the run because my heart rate was just spiking so hard. And by this point, I was like, you see videos of me with the videos I've put up. I am shuffling, like I'm just broken. And like it was just, it was hell. Um, I was watching, I seen two people collapse and um, then by this point there's like people that I'm hearing that haven't finished the cycle and all that and I'm just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and then like it's starting to get dark and all that and I'm looking at my time I'm like we've been going for like 13 hours, what the hell's going on and then and then at that point I was, uh, I, I met up by a woman called Natalie that'd been on the cycle with me and she was a, uh, um, she's trained for triathlon year round and her Achilles was just gone and uh, a lot of folk were just walking around and me and her just were power walking around it keeping each other going and i was explaining to her that there was no there was nothing in my mind like giving up like this is what i'm talking to my clients about today as well when like giving up in my head guys like it's not even a thing like see like i, I said before this like I, I go to therapy and all that and like i go to therapy to get down to the bottom of my mind i think my therapist thinks i'm a bit of a fucking crackpot man he's like why are you doing that anyways we were talking about it and it's like something that I've came to terms with that with my mindset I need to, I need to deal with the fact that I've, with things that in my life who I am just everyone's how we're well programmed I've got it in my head that I'm not good enough for things and that Iron Man was just I think with everything that kind of went against it like I just was like if I am crawling this I'm doing it. And basically, yeah, like that mile 20, mile 23 was just a dark, dark place. I could hardly speak. I just had my head down. I was just shuffling along. Like I was just like, just knowing that you've just got like so much volume, but nothing was stopping me finishing it. And uh, then we got into the sort of last push and we ran the last sort of two miles. And basically um, shuffling along, me and Natalie both went and done a victory lap and i crossed the line and i just i crossed it and i seen alien it makes me it makes the, the hair stand in my arm thinking about it right now i, I just i burst out crying and i never thought i would do it I, I, I was like i like i remember me and david my my therapist we were talking about it and he's like you can't preempt an emotion and you know what i fucking did and i got it absolutely bang on and i i was literally i, I just felt so i just grabbed alien i was just saying i'm so proud myself and I never say that out loud enough Um, I've achieved a lot in my life and I, just, I don't even think I'm anywhere near it and sometimes I, d- I just want anyone listening to this to like to remind themselves if they're doing anything in their life whether that be starting a fitness journey <laughs> they're doing something that they've, they've achieved something be proud of it man because like that was just such a feeling that I've never had and it's taught me to I, I, I preach it all the time and I, I just can't even put it into words. It's made me even quite emotional talking about it right now. It's it's like, I'm very proud of myself for doing it because if everything, if anything that could have went wrong, went wrong. And I was, I was really low at points. Like I've, to be honest guys, like I've been quite low with it for the past month with COVID. And um, it really got me down because it was like, I wasn't in my prime for it. And a bit of me, even when I finished, I knew I was just doing it for a time. Like, I'm critical of myself, but at the same time, I'm cutting myself slack. I knew I was going to do it in a certain time, but it's just something that I've wanted to do. Like I've looked up to this as a wee boy and uh, growing up, I wasn't amazing at sports or anything like that. I always kind of done sports and I just had it in my head that I wasn't good at a lot of things. And a lot of what I do now is just proving my own perception wrong. And I have unrelenting standards and anything that I've achieved in my life, I've realized it all comes from this like sort of, not good enough not good enough and for years and years building my business like i've learned so much about myself for my first few years i got lost in it and all that and now it's just like that just i'm i've it's just taught me so much to just like respect and fucking love myself and just be like man you should be proud of yourself because i am and i say it with absolute conviction i'm very very proud of myself to call myself an iron man and I hope that anyone listening to it, if the my the feedback and messages that I've had have been incredible. Like the amount of people that have just been sending me such kind, lovely messages. That I couldn't like I was actually like getting a bit stressed with it the other day with I was like, how the fuck the people that get this on a daily basis deal with this? Like that volume of comments, likes, messages, it was crazy. Like I opened my phone up after the event on Instagram. I just had like 45 DMs and I was like, what the fuck? And then like a hundred comments, like how do you deal with that and it's just it's it's been an incredible thing and it's not quite set in as well and yeah it's it's been class so yeah that's my my sort of how the day went and what I felt and I kind of wanted to take you guys through that with me and of course um I can't really paint a picture of what I felt it's hard and it was it was painful it was uncomfortable but it was worth every single part of it to to feel what I felt on that day and feel what I feel now and and hold my head high and be proud of myself for showing up and being relentless. But think to finish and round it off guys the biggest lesson to take away from this is that don't ever let someone else tell you what you can or cannot do i've thrived off that shit from the day i left raf the amount of people that told me why are you going to be a pt 10 and a penny do that and like i'm not saying i'm fucking anything bigger than like that at all but i feel like i've done well and like just it just goes to show you like you can, whatever you want to put your mind to in life you can do it it's the same in this Ironman journey, like, because I've had it so many times with different things and people will tell you what they think and all that, like, people close to you, it will surprise you, but I'm so used to it now that I just thrive off of it, and if anyone's, like, listening to this story, like, if, like, that was my first triathlon, that was my first marathon, although I've done things that are arguably a lot harder than a marathon and stuff like that, what I'm trying to get at is that you only hold yourself to the stories that you tell yourself. If you tell yourself the story that you want to go and do X, Y, or Z, then go and fucking do it. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, don't go and do things when you're 12 miles away from it. Do you know what I mean? Like for the sake of it, I talk about that all the time as well. Don't just go and run a marathon when you haven't trained for it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying do everything. The sky's the limit. Surround yourself with the right people and just go for it. And that is just like, that's what I love teaching people. Like that's what my mantra as a coach now is to help people get a stronger body, a sharper mind and live a more fulfilled life and teach people the standards of how to live life to their absolute best and become that role model they've always looked up to because I can proudly say that I've fucking done it and I'm doing it and I'm smashing it and I'm showing lots of other people how to do it as well. And if you would be interested to come along on that journey, find out more about yourself, just become the absolute fucking best, highest operating version of yourself across body, mind and life then drop me a DM and let's talk. Like I'm looking for people that are action takers. It doesn't matter to me if you're a fucking athlete or 21 stone. You just have to be coachable, committed, and ready to go all in on that journey because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If you want to get improved squat, go and see a PT for an hour a week. If you want to completely change around your life across body, mind, and life, then fucking let's talk and let's get it done. But yeah, guys, um, biggest lesson to take away from that is don't let anyone dictate the stories that you tell yourself you dictate your own stories and you shape your own results. But as always, guys, if you have enjoyed the podcast, um, I'd love you to share it on your story. And what I would love you to share it with is your biggest takeaway from the podcast. Like uh how it made you think, is it made you going to do something that you want to become an iron man? Do you want to literally, literally prove your own perception wrong? Do you want to go and get after it? Do you want to literally show up and start becoming the best version of yourself? Because I've just literally, I've loved folding that own journey for myself and it's been, a, it's been a great one. I just want to thank everyone for all the kind his support and everything that's came along throughout it as well but as always guys, if you have enjoyed the podcast, screenshot it, tag me, drop me a DM and let me know because um, it just means the world to me and I hope you all know that as well. So as always, catch you in a bit and I hope you're having a fantastic day.